Hey everyone, welcome to episode 10 of Disney Channel Original Newbies. I'm Joanna. And I am Sam. And today we are finally, finally talking about the 1999 film Genius. I like how you called it a film and not a movie. This is a film. <laughs> That's how you know it's really high quality. Uh, so we want to take a moment and apologize to our three listeners for uh, taking so long. Sorry, mom. <laughs> and sorry to my mom as well. We've been a little bit busy these past few weeks. So we haven't, although we did sit down to watch Genius almost a month ago. I we, think it was, it may have been exactly three weeks ago or about three weeks ago three at this weeks point. Ago. Okay. So about three weeks ago, we did sit down to watch Genius, but we're only three weeks later. When you write things, mm -hmm. do you, when you're like taking notes or whatever, do you write the date at like the top right corner? No. See, I used to do it in school, obviously, just with each school day you write it. And I did it like throughout college and law school, or whatever. And I kind of do it now, depending on the day at work I do it. So I just looked at the top of my paper to see if I did it for this one. <laughs> but unfortunately, I did not. I do that for work. I'll date things, but not for this. I just write the title and the year of the movie came out. Maybe I'll start dating them so we could, <laughs> we could frame these. That would be fun. You, we can frame your very precise and useful notes next to mine very sloppy and pretty much useless notes i just looked through them again and there were some things that i have no recollection of so so two things first of all if it's framed it's definitely going first ballot podcast hall of fame oh of course number two i, I went back a few movies i dated the the halloween one halloween town one so that one we did watch on may 19th Okay. Oh, the day after your birthday. It was a good day. Yeah. It was a good yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> Celebrations all around. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So I also extend our apologies for uh, taking this much time to review this movie. But Joanna had something going on, which is why we couldn't record. So Joanna, what do you have going on? Um, well, I was really busy getting married. You got married? I did get married. Oh, my God. That's incredible. When? Uh, September 12th. Wow, good yeah. date. Thank you. That's incredible. How'd yeah. it go? You know, I think it went pretty well. It was a nice day. Uh, you know, the person I married is, uh, he's still hanging around. So that's a good sign. What a weirdo. <laughs> he's very weird, but you know, won't hold that against him. Uh, what about you? What were you doing? Oh, so it's kind of coincidental. Okay. Because you, you said you got married. I also got married. What? Yeah. No way. Isn't that crazy? When? It was also September 12th. What are the chances? I'm just putting this together now. We didn't really go over this. No. Wow. That's so bizarre. Who would have thought? Certainly not I. <laughs> <laughs> so we got married to each other. What? Yeah. So uh, apologies. <laughs> We're taking so long to get another episode out, but, you know, we were doing the whole getting married thing. And more importantly, mm -hmm. we also mm -hmm. got sweatshirts. Yes. Uh, you can uh, visit us on Instagram to take a gander at those. They're pretty sweet. Shout out to Sam's sister. Thank you, Devin. And yeah, we will be, uh, we'll show, we'll show them off at some point. We'll put a picture up. Yeah. 
So everyone could be jealous of our sweatshirts. Our awesome swag. Our one of But kind. I guess it's not swag because it's not stuff we all get. It's just stuff that we, just the two of us get. Is swag stuff that's given away and yeah. not just for yourself? Yes. Interesting. Yeah, swag, I never thought of it that way. It stands for stuff we all get. Does it really? Yeah. No way. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just short for like swagger. No, it's like a swag bag. It's stuff we all get. <laughs> I literally had no idea. I literally just thought it was short for swagger until this very second. You learned something new today. You're welcome. I can't get over this. Do you need to take a break? <laughs> no, let's we'll, we'll start with the movie. Okay. Okay. So as Joanna said, we watched Genius. The basic premise of this movie is it's very simple stuff. There is a 13-year-old boy, approximately. Yes, I think they said he was 13. And he's a super genius. And he's starting college five years early. And he decides to go to a certain college because they have a some flux capacitor or whatever it's called. Particle accelerator. Naturally. You're thinking of uh, Back to the Future. Oh, I know. Every very... Scientific device is called a flux capacitor. That Fair, fair. <laughs> and he wants to go there to help work on this project. And he also is really into hockey. And it goes into the hijinks because he, while he basically lives a double life as a student or I guess a teacher and student in college, while also going to a high school to live out his childhood. Middle school. He goes to middle school. Oh, right. I guess it is mm-hmm. middle school. So he goes to a middle school. To live out basically his childhood and because he likes a girl there. So it's a juxtaposition of him going to college and going to middle school at the same time. And what hijinks he gets into. So something that immediately stood out to me is during the opening credits. um, I thought it was going to be a baseball movie because the opening music is take me out to the ball game. And I was surprised and a little confused when it turned out to be a hockey movie. So last episode, you tried to guess what this episode was about. Mm -hmm. And what you guessed was that it was about, you said it would involve people in lab coats. Correct. I was correct. (laughs) Fine. There were a couple lab coats in the movie at some point in time. And whenever they were in the lab, they wore lab coats. Safety first. Not always. Not always. Most of the time. Safety first. And that. There would be beakers, I think you said. Yeah. And I think also in one of the opening shots, they had like a row of beakers and test tubes and stuff. Is there a scene when he's in science class? Yes, but there's no beakers. Okay. Yeah. 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 We'll go. We'll definitely go over that scene. Yes, we will. (laughs) So I guess you were right about that. Yeah. Two out of two. You were very not specific. Oh, you also said they were building the spacecraft for Xenon. Oh, I said it It was about the guy who builds the spacecraft for Xenon. And to be fair, well, spoiler, they learn how to uh, defy gravity. I was going to say, it's definitely, mm-hmm. it's possible. Yeah, it, this Charlie could have been the guy who made the space station. Because he's 13 years old in 1999. So in 20... 20- 70 whatever 2049 2049 not that far off he was 63 years old 62 years old maybe uh and that space station had been up there for uh probably at least 10 years certainly possible his mid 50s yeah yeah this is all checking out yeah because i was 
49 when I built my first space station. Yeah. So that definitely works out. Mm-hmm. So your first functional space right, station. Right, right. Yeah. But we don't yeah. talk about the first three. No, no. But, you know, trial and error. But alas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get into some... I probably went into the beginning. So really, so it's Charlie Boyle is the main character who's a 13 years old. He's very smart and he loves hockey and that's his entire personality. I would also add that he's an inventor. He's very smart. He likes hockey and he's an inventor. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would say that goes hand in hand with him being very smart is that's his like thing. Is well, I mean, you things. could make really bad inventions oh. and not be smart. Oh, certainly. Yeah. So I feel like it needs to be also noted that he makes inventions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have some recollection of maybe about 15 years ago, my dad tried to get something patented, but I can't recall exactly. Maybe it was even longer, like 20 years ago, he tried to patent something, but I don't know if he ever went through with it. Uh, was it a chair that if you leaned back, the back legs had extra legs on it? Like in The Simpsons? I don't remember that. <laughs> I 0% remember that. That totally makes sense. And I wish that was his actual invention. <laughs> that was what Homer Simpson invented. <laughs> it was something with cars, I think. I'll have to ask him. Was it a car that the back wheels had wheels on it? So if the car leaned back. <laughs> it was one of those trucks with, with two wheels next to each other. He just invented the idea of it. <laughs> so he invented the motorcycle? Motorcycles have... No, there's only... Oh, I was picturing wheels in line. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> like like cars? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Let's not get ridiculous now. Okay. <laughs> so it opens with Charlie. I mean, this is basically the background. His dad owns an ice rink, um, and he's getting into colleges at age 13. He's going to be the first person... Including Harvard. Right, Harvard. I think it was Princeton. MIT. MIT. Yeah, one yeah. of those schools. And he also gets into... They must have named the school, but I have no idea what the name of the school was besides that it was in Wisconsin. Do you remember? No, I don't remember at all. I know that their nickname is the Northern Lights, but... Pretty sweet name. Can't forget that. Come on. Very, (laughs) very intimidating. Absolutely. It's Northern Lights. Oh, my God. Could you imagine playing the Northern Northern Lights (laughs) hockey team? Get out of here. And the reason he wants to go there is because he wants to help with the Gravitron or Graviton. Graviton? I think Gravitron, Gravitron, but maybe it's a Graviton. No, Gravitron sounds like a Transformer. It's definitely Graviton. Gravitron! <laughs> is it a Pokemon, too? <laughs> no, that's Gravitron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my TM. God. <laughs> this is the next generation. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah, so he uh, he wants to help with the Graviton. And he eventually goes to the lab where they're making the Graviton at the school. Like, immediately just cuts to him being in college. Well, first they have this really nice scene where he's uh, going through his acceptance letters with his dad. And I thought this was genuinely sweet because his dad is very excited. Oh, extremely excited and super supportive. Yeah, so supportive, so excited. Um, Clearly proud of his son. Do we ever see his mom in the movie? We hear her. We hear her voice, but we don't see her. Oh, She's in the kitchen. Do they casted someone to just do a voice in the no. background and that's it? No, it was definitely one of the interns. Or something. <laughs> someone just brought coffee. They're like, shut up. We're on set. I finally yeah. had a mom. In. Yeah, don't worry. pretty much. Or, uh, you know, someone was just like, uh, can you just yell this line? Yeah, sure. 
Oh, and also some background. He he loves hockey, but he's not good at hockey and doesn't get chosen to play in the hockey game. See, I thought he didn't get chosen to play not because he wasn't good, but because he wasn't cool. Well, yeah, he's definitely a nerd, too. But I guess it's not clear whether or not he's good at hockey. Um, he also showed up to play hockey wearing a pea coat. Yes. Mm-hmm. And with a puck that goes super fast. Yes. One of his inventions. That did work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say almost all of his inventions work. I think all of them do. We don't know how many uh, failed attempts he made, though. So he's off to, we'll call it Northern Lights School, because I have no idea what it's called. He's off to university. He talks about inventing a new hockey stick, and he wants to go meet the hockey team. Oh, we also realize that the lab is underneath the hockey rink. That's a big deal in this yeah, movie. Yeah, and it's supposed to keep uh, the graviton cold because it's beneath the ice. Right. Can we pause for a moment and reflect on... How a 13-year-old is going to college by himself, not with a parent or guardian, and he's staying in a dorm with the other college students. So he's staying in a dorm with 18, 19, 20-year-olds, and he's 13. And his roommate in this movie is the captain of the hockey team, Mm -hmm. and he looks like he's 37 years old. I think we looked it up, and he is actually around 37 years (laughs) old. It was insane. He looked like triple his age almost. (laughs) Yeah, 13 And they're partying year old. in the dorm. Of course they are. It's college. No big deal. That was the most realistic part of this movie. But And their dorms are huge. Oh. For like a random ass school mm-hmm. in Wisconsin. And they were very, like, the uh, the scenes we get in the dorms, the dorm room is trashed because college boys. Yeah. But underneath being trashed, they're gorgeous. If oh. I lived in those dorms, that like would be amazing. And they're like separate rooms for yeah. each per- oh, for two people. Like, it was like a suite, I guess. Yeah, I lived in a suite. Uh, oh, I never had one. Yeah, I lived in a suite my freshman year and my junior year. It was fun, but they were not that luxurious. Oh, and I also don't know if I mentioned this before. So Charlie, along with attending college, is also teaching two classes. Yeah, who who thought that was a good idea? Let's have a 13-year-old move away from home without a parent or guardian, live with strangers who are significantly older than him, be a college student, and also teach classes. That doesn't seem overwhelming at all. Imagine if you went to college and you go to class the first day and your teacher's 13 years old. How little respect you'd have for your teacher. I would actually think it was a joke. It's like hiring a dog to babysit your children. Wait, that's not okay? Don't they do that in Peter Pan? Oh, maybe they do it in... What's the other dog movie we watched? That was terrible. You lucky dog? No, no, no. no. Not the decom one. Oh. Benji? Uh, Benji. 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 It's like Benji. So he... Charlie shows up on campus alone. His parents couldn't even drive him there. Uh, the dean meets him and is very excited to see him because he thinks that Charlie and uh, the professor who is already there working on this... Graviton, I was going to say particle accelerator. <laughs> Not too uh, far off. Yeah, the Graviton. They're really going to put the school on the map and they're going to get a lot of grants and they're g- really going to up the school's reputation. So Dean is all in. And the Dean is a complete psycho. Oh, throughout the movie, he's just the worst. How many people do you think he's killed? Ever or this year alone? 
this year? Students? 12. 12 students or 12 altogether? 12 altogether. Oh, okay. Yeah, 12 students is a bit much. Someone might notice that. Yeah, it'd be terrible. <laughs> the one thing I want to point out, so, I mean, he starts teaching a class. Everyone doesn't respect him at all. His roommate is the one causing the most ruckus. So he throws this huge, like, spitball that's, like, the biggest spitball you ever, like, cartoonishly large spitball onto the front board. It reminded me of there's this one kid from my town. Well, I guess moved to my school when I was in high school. And he moved from, like, Denver or something. He had, like, the really spiky hair with, like, so much hair gel and whatever. Yes. And this is one kid in my class, my friend, used to take pieces of paper and throw it at him when he was sitting in front of him. So all this hair just be his hair. This paper would be stuck in his hair. Oh no! The kid was a total asshole. The the new kid. So don't don't feel bad for him. He was the worst. I do feel bad for him. Maybe he was an asshole because <laughs> but, people kept throwing spitballs at him. But he couldn't feel it because his hair was just like solid frozen. But how do you think he gel. felt when he got home and he was like, "Wow, people have been throwing spitballs at me all day." No, there was no spitballs. Just there was just rolled up piece of the paper. But that they were still stuck in his hair. Right, but there was no spit involved. I would like to make the type of record clear. Yeah, but he probably still had his feelings hurt. I doubt it. He was the worst. People who are the worst still have feelings, Sam. That's debatable. (laughs) (laughs) And the next thing is we have- Oh, oh, can we talk about how would you feel if you were in your senior year of college and you had a roommate who was 13 years old? I want to say not great. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I would agree, not great. Okay. So during the movie, I wasn't thinking about this at all. I was like, oh, Mike. Mike is the captain of the hockey team. Yeah, and, the uh, roommate. Yeah, the roommate. Uh, he's such a jerk. He's being so mean to Charlie, and Charlie's a kid, so here's this guy who's almost an adult being mean to a kid. That sucks. Um, but just now, I started thinking, you know what? If I were given a 13-year-old roommate, I probably wouldn't be too happy about it either. It's so stupid. Just have him anywhere else. Like, there must be solo rooms or something like that he could stay in. Like, it's ridiculous. At least ridiculous. put him in the freshman dorm. At the right, very least. Right, But what really, he's a minor. He should have a parent or a guardian. Okay. Yeah. It's a ridiculous. movie. Ridiculous. Reminding myself it's a movie. And this is where we have our big cameo. Not really a cameo. We have the, the only... <laughs> major actor or actress in this movie comes to this point where we meet emmy rossum yeah claire incredible yeah and i was i was like who does this look like because she was 13 14 years old at the time i wrote a note at the top of my page that said is that emmy rossum and i think (laughs) at this point you said is that emmy rossum I think there was another person. There was like two actresses I was between mm-hmm. on who they might be, but Emmy Rossum was definitely one of them. Yeah. And uh, that was the correct answer. Yeah. So good times. <laughs> so she is a middle schooler and she was ice skating at the rink and she's really good at ice skating. And she goes over to Charlie, who's watching her, mm-hmm. and Charlie gets up some great idea to pretend he's not Charlie. And he calls himself Chaz. Yes. And pretends to be a bad boy and really cool. Oh, he comes up with this idea because the uh, the professor he's working with on the uh, the Graviton, is, they're talking about how neither of them have any friends and Charlie wants to make friends. Yeah. And the professor's like, well, you know, you've tried these, these things and they haven't worked, so try something new. How about don't be yourself? Yeah, pretty much. 
No, he doesn't say that. The prof- I like the professor. No, he's great. Yeah, he's yeah. a pretty good guy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Charlie being a 13-year-old is like, oh, you know, I haven't tried being a completely different person. Let me give that a shot. So he pretends to be really cool. And he tells, what's her name? Claire? Claire. He tells Claire, any Rossum, that he is attending Franklin Junior High School, which is the high school that she, or junior high that she goes to. Yeah, he hacks into their uh, school administrative system and enrolls himself as a student um, and starts going to middle school. A lot of hacking in the movies we've watched so far. Yeah. They had it in Xenon. Can they- of Worms was there hacking? Um, yes. yes, there was hacking of Cannibal. The Wars. bully, the yeah. bully hacks mm-hmm. his his whole Halloween party mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, He's hacking in Smart House. Yeah. Oh my! Like literally half the movies have yeah. hacking in them. Nice. Imagine Halloween Town where we, I don't think there's even a computer in the entire movie. <laughs> She's gonna hack to the broomstick interface. <laughs> and so this is when he Chaz. Starts, yeah, Chaz starts going to middle school, college, and teaching two classes is wait was it in school i had this in my notes i can't remember if this is him just trying stuff out i think it was when he's in the dorm room trying things out to pretend to be cool and some of the things he does is puts on a sideways hat and says yo yo claire with like finger guns (laughs) the finger guns get me every time and then the next thing he does is pretends to be elvis which every middle school kid does oh in the late 90s absolutely yeah Yeah. oh elvis was huge when when i was in middle school let me tell you yeah and uh claire definitely would have dug it i don't know why he didn't use that one on her (laughs) oh my god so stupid (laughs) right after that is when he goes to his first day of school of middle school of middle school yeah not college college is already (laughs) yeah he couple weeks knee deep in college old old news middle school though I think he's talking to, he, meet, he meets up with two kids his age, obviously, because he's in middle school now. And they're talking about Claire, saying that Claire's really smart. And and Claire's two seats away from the three of them talking about Claire. They're talking very loudly. And she can clearly hear everything that they're saying, but not in the movie. Like, he, she should have been able to hear it. And it's just so ridiculous how loudly they're talking during class. She was engrossed in her work, and that's why she's an honor roll student. <laughs> Ridiculous. Was this the skeleton scene, too? I um, think so. I feel like they kind of had a montage of studying and classes. Yes. Okay. Well, actually, before, I'm sorry. Before that is when he, so he goes to class the first day with sunglasses, a leather jacket, and his jacket gets caught in the door. Yes, and I I did think this was pretty smooth. Go, Chaz. And yeah, so I think soon thereafter, whatever, there's a situation where they're in science class and there's a skeleton, like a normal whatever skeleton Mm -hmm. in the classroom, like a full life-size skeleton. Yeah, for like, you know, teaching human biology. And what happens with that skeleton? So, (laughs) Charlie as Chaz has rigged up a contraption and can remotely control the skeleton so he makes the skeleton do all these crazy dance moves but at first it's just like slight movements you're like okay that makes sense yeah like he makes the head turn back and forth 
Um, I think he makes an arm go up and down or something like that. Just like the robot. Yeah. Like yeah. doing like very, very small things. Yeah. But then the skeleton starts doing all out breakdance moves. There's a full 180. Yeah. It's clearly CGI and it's not good. But it's so it's funny. It's so funny just thinking about how anyone can rig a skeleton to, to do, do that. those things. Oh my god! And it's having like behind the teacher, and like all the kids are laughing, and the teacher's like, "Oh, I'm funny." Yeah, because the teacher told a joke, and he thought that the students were laughing at his joke, but they were laughing at the break dancing skeleton. And Claire is super duper into it. Oh yeah. And I think sometime after is when Chaz wants to hang out with Claire more. Chaz always wanted to hang out with Claire. More. And he asks her to tutor him. Because he's like, oh, he's also purposely pretending to be stupid. Yeah, he and gets failing. an F and yeah. he's very excited for his first F. Yeah. And the professor at the college where he's supposed to be going to school and working and teaching. And the professor, yeah. professor's cool with it. He's like, oh, no, you should. He's not saying, oh, you should stop doing this. He's like, yeah, all right. Well, I mean, I feel like the professor is treating him like a college student. He's like, you know, I'm not your parent. You're a student. I'm not responsible for what you do outside this lab. As long as you keep doing your work and doing it well, whatever. Not my problem. Yeah, he he lets a lot slide. Yeah. And we'll get to some more stuff later on. So Claire agrees to tutor him. There's like a compilation scene of like her tutoring him and him goofing off and stuff like that. They go to her house and he gets her the new Backstreet Boys album. And this is the most excited you've been in any of these movies so far. Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys. (laughs) So great. Oh, and this is also like a twist sort of is we find out that her dad is the coach of the hockey team at the college. The hockey team does not like that the lab is under the rink. Yes. They're very against it. The hockey team doesn't like the scientist. And the hockey coach does not like, definitely the hockey coach doesn't like the scientist because he's like going to lose his job if stuff doesn't go well. So he's going to deal with all the ruckus of what's going on down there. I forgot. What was the exact issue? Why didn't they like each other other than sharing space? The power would go off every once in a while oh, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. It was just an annoyance, okay. I think, at that point. All right. And the dean only doesn't really care about the hockey team, but he does care about the science part, yeah, which maybe, is like, it's a know, college. It's a, yeah. Like, come on. And I mean, you're not a winning hockey team, so you're not making the college money. This year will be different, though. Yes. So gets her the Backstreet Boys album, and the dad gets home. Chaz realizes that it's the hockey coach, and he scoots out of there before the hockey coach recognizes him very awkwardly oh extremely yeah but it wasn't like a mask it was great yeah like he grabbed a mask off the wall and was like bye i think later on i mean at some point they go back to the lab and Chaz or charlie whatever starts playing some music and this somehow showing off his floppy disks yes well let's not that's a little risque joanna (laughs) and it's in the movie man Free game and putting on the music somehow makes the graviton work, work or get it does something like the it vibrations. Yet. Was yeah. it the vibrations of the music? Something like that. Yeah, makes it get close to their eureka moment. I think mm-hmm. is how they describe it. And here's the shenanigan part of the movie: the class that Charlie belongs in, the Chaz. I'm sorry, yeah, the class the of middle Chaz, school class. Yes. Is going on a field trip to meet none other than Charlie 
the Wonder Boy genius. And the thing with this permission slip is that the teacher has just arranged it. Yes. No like advance today. notice, yeah, nothing. Yep. Yeah, no advance notice, no permission slips, uh, no clearing with anyone. Just let's get on a bus. Didn't have to book a bus. The nope. bus was just let's available. Yeah. Let's go. So this is going to be an issue for Charlie because uh, he's both of those people. Oh, no. Yeah. What's he going to do? Did you know at this point that he was both those characters? I had an inkling, oh, you especially did. since he said, I'm going to be both of these characters. Oh, yeah, 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 see, yeah. I didn't realize that at mm-hmm. first. Oh, that's so, wow. Yeah. Wow. Nice. I'm also really smart, so I figure things out. Did you go to college when you were 13? No, I went when I was 16. Wow, that yeah. is pretty early. Mm-hmm. Congrats. Thank you. <laughs> and this is when Charlie decides the only way to fix this scenario is to paint his face purple and go into a wheelchair. Yeah, that's what I would have done too. Naturally. I don't get the wheelchair part, but you know, quick thinking on his feet. Yeah, maybe. Or off his feet in this case. (laughs) Maybe it was to give himself an excuse to kind of slouch and look away. Oh, okay. It had like stuff covering Mm -hmm. him. Yeah. And also to be like, oh, Chaz can walk. And Charlie cannot. So they're clearly not the same person. He was a very Stephen Hawking character at mm-hmm. that point. No, that makes a lot of sense. And I mean, this. I think oh, this he scene... even made his voice go rough. I, I just yeah. remember that. Yeah. Got it. Got it. I think this scene I found very annoying. It went on for way too long. Oh, the back and forth. They could have just had the professor. I mean, who cares? But they could have just had the professor end it there and be like, okay, we're done. Yeah. But then he had to be like, oh, and he's coming back out. Yeah. Yeah. That was unnecessary. Very annoying. Uh, at this point, the hockey captain decides to help out Charlie, and he's like, hey, you know what? Tutor me in some of my classes because I'm going to fail and get kicked off the hockey team, and I'll give you like life advice and help you out with like girls and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which is very nice of him. That was nice of him. And they should have started off that way. They had a rough start. Kind of a blow to his senior year. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. And finally, the big game is happening for the hockey team where they're facing their crosstown rivals. I'm assuming. I don't know where they are, but some college rival. And this is the big game. And if they win this game, the coach doesn't lose his job. And it's really what all the members of the team are playing for. Yeah, everyone will be happy, basically, if they win. Yes, exactly. Except for the losing team. Right. Charlie is, or I guess Chaz is invited to the game by Claire, but he obviously has to turn it down because too many people will know him there from both on both ends, from the middle school end and from the college end. Right. So what he decides is that instead of going to the game, he's just going to uh, go to the lab, get some extra work done, and he'll also be right there so he can, you know, poke his head in and out. Very responsible of him. Yes. Oh, and uh, Mike also gave him a jersey. Which was very nice. Yeah, a huge jersey. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he's only 13, so I feel like all jerseys will be huge on him. It's very true. But yeah, it was a very nice gesture. Yes. Go, Mike. The game comes. I think the professor says he's going to the game also because he wants to watch the game. Did Was it clear whether or not he was into hockey? I feel like he really wasn't, the professor. No, but it seemed like he was into the school. So, like, he wanted to support the school, and this time he was supporting the hockey team. Right. Oh, and also one other big thing is that 
this other hockey team plays very dirty. And one thing that they do is they have this one play where they distract one referee. And while the referee's distracted, they have two other players do a dirty hit where like one hits them low, one hits them high. They purposely like to injure injure a play, the right. best player right. on the team. And so they're aware of this. Like everyone knows about this play. And they do their best because they don't they don't want their captain to get hurt. So what they do is they dress up the equipment manager as the captain and have him skate out there to get injured. Yeah. So instead of just having two players swap jerseys, they have someone who is not on the team and possibly not even a college student play. Now, everything that I know about hockey, I learned from a webcomic called Check Please. Oh, you showed me this once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, this particular move was not addressed, and therefore I don't <laughs> know if it's allowed. To put a random... Well, presumably <laughs> he was a college student, because I think all those equipment managers and stuff like that are all... Yeah, he... Okay, so he was probably work-study or something. Some poor work-study student is put out onto the ice and purposely injured. Yes. So the part that bothered me about this is why is there only one referee for this hockey game? And if everyone knows that this team does it, why aren't they penalized in any way? Well, because one referee doesn't see it, obviously. Because he's being distracted. (laughs) Just the dumbest. And the distraction's the dumbest thing. Like, the player just, like, cross-checks. No, he just, like, cross-checks the ref in the back. It's like, that would be a penalty by itself. The ref would never let that fly in the first place. So they're just doing something illegal to get away with doing something illegal. Yeah, it makes sense. Okay. Oh, my bad. Checks out. And Check, the, please. And the other thing I didn't get. So, I mean, what the real issue here is that someone has to be manning the fake flux capacitor. <laughs> <laughs> and the issue is that the professor goes to the game and then Charlie's going to go up for like a second just to watch real quickly. And then he kind of forgets and just stays out there for too long. People recognize him as Chaz, his middle school classmate. Right, so he, he goes to chill with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and so what happens oh, is and then it explodes. The dean, the dean invites him to sit with the hockey team. That's why he couldn't just leave. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so the like ice explodes because the magneton, whatever it's called, what's it called? The graviton. Graviton. Now I'm thinking Pokemon again. The graviton. It like explodes and the ice breaks. But the thing is, is there always someone watching the Graviton at all times? No, they turn it off. Oh, so mm-hmm. if he turned it off, he could have went to the game. Yeah. Oh, that he, was really stupid. Well, because he thought like, oh, I'm just going to pop my head up and see how they're doing, then come back down. He should have just turned it off and then went to the game and then went back down and turned it back on. We don't know how involved a process it is. Maybe it takes, you know, 10 minutes to boot up. I guess. It's the 90s. Oh, Yeah. Gravitons yeah. did take longer back then. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now you're right. The graviton like explodes. The ice shatters underneath it, and right before that, Claire sees Charlie slash Chaz, and so does the coach. And she puts two and two together and figures out that Charlie is Chaz. Yeah, and she's kind of pissed off. She's very very mad for good reason too. Oh yeah, yeah. The the dean's mad because the ice breaks. Not the dean. I guess the dean is mad, but also the coach is very mad because they're about to win. Yeah, everyone's pretty mad. They're winning one nothing at the time. There's two minutes ago. I wrote this down. The ice breaking scene I thought looked pretty cool, 
it reminded me of Batman when the Pittsburgh Steelers are playing and Heinz Ward is like running down the field for a touchdown while the field's like breaking up behind him. Remember that scene? No, I don't. It's the coolest scene in any Batman movie ever. We'll have to watch it. You don't remember? You've definitely seen this movie. Oh, maybe it's the one with Bane that you haven't oh, yeah, seen. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. Oh, man. it's such a, So he runs down the entire field and he scores a touchdown and he has no idea what's going on. And he turns around and the field's just like broken in half and players are just like dead and fell into like a cliff, basically. It's so cool. But he scored a touchdown. Yeah. Oh, and he still, and he still celebrates. He just like snow angels after he scores. And no, I'm kidding. But <laughs> yeah, so the ice breaks. And so the game is postponed and the coach is really mad at Charlie because he was responsible for the Destroy ice Destroy the entire stadium. And I was thinking at the time, who cares? Like, there's only two minutes remaining. They'll just play it another time. It's no big deal. You're already winning one nothing. It's not a huge deal. But for some reason, the logic of this movie is that... So the game is postponed. What happens is they just start the game totally anew. They don't start up one nothing, and they don't start with two minutes to go. They just start the whole game all over like nothing happened. In the stadium that was rebuilt in record time. Like, how dumb is that? I mean, I kind of, I can see why they didn't just give them the win. Because from the three hockey games I've watched with you, you know, with two minutes to go, the other team could, they could score. Totally fine yeah. with that. Just play out the last two minutes on a different day. Go to the other team's stadium and play out the last two minutes. Who cares? Go to the pond. Yeah, anywhere. Yeah. Don't start the whole game over. Then wrestle it out. Unbelievable. It was just so stupid. <laughs> Basically, the next, I mean, the next, like, 20 minutes is Charlie trying to get back with Claire. With his middle school friends, good graces, yeah. mostly Claire. Yeah, And although his, his two friends seem much more into accepting his apology than Claire is, Claire's very mad. And it's not. I feel like she was uh, she was the most taken in and the one he, uh, he conned the most. Yes. But also at the same time, well, besides Claire, the professor that he's working under is like totally fine. Yeah, he he just blew broke up. his life's work. He just blew it up and blew up the, basically the school. He's gonna kill tons of people, and he's just yeah, like, amazing oh, no, we're that good. no one died. No, we're good. No, you're cool. Yeah, don't worry we'll about just, it. Just uh, duct tape this to back together and uh, start working again next week. We entrusted a 13 year old kid with all this very expensive equipment. He blew it up, but no, we're good. It's fine. This is fine. So bizarre. <laughs> and oh, man. i mean they, i mean this part was i don't know i didn't really get this whole part but like the geneva experiment and defying gravity and stuff like that i mean they comes in later on but i don't think they really explained it that well at all did what do you think i just know that they had some bouncy balls and uh they were bouncing around and then the balls were defying gravity Right, and so the way it works is that whatever one ball does... The other one mirrors. Right, does the exact same thing, mm -hmm. but a mirrored image. And so they use this to their advantage when they replay the hockey game, where they use these they have the little stickers, kind of, it looks like. I don't yeah, know what they, they call them. I mean, I think for props, they're stickers, but they're just plastic discs. Yeah, they're like yeah, little yeah. discs with like microchips, I think, in them, whatever. And so they, they developed that technology very quickly. Oh, extremely. Yeah. Maybe it was about four years later when the ice rink was rebuilt. Oh. He's graduating that year. And Mazel tov. They, they put the chips on the opposing player's skates. And th at this point, did you know like what was going to go on? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've seen this movie a long time ago, so I knew it, but. I 
didn't know 100% what happened, but I was like, oh, they're just going to control these players' movements. Yeah, so what they do is um, they cheat. Well, they figure, you know, if um, if the other team cheats, then it's okay if we cheat. And plus, our hockey team isn't cheating because they don't know about it. So they're in the clear. Which do you think is more of cheating? What the opposing team does or what Charlie does for this team? More cheating? Which is worse cheating? That's a really good question. I don't know. They're both pretty bad. I feel like the thing that Charlie does is way worse. Why? He's really controlling what players do. I mean, he's controlling one foot. and On several players. On two players. No, they. I think they have three players. At least three. I thought they only had two. Because it's the player who kicks the ref in the butt. Oh, and then the, and two, the two players. players crash. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Whatever. We don't have to get into which is worse morally. That's a that's another episode. <laughs> Ethics. So instead of the player just cross checking the ref in the back, this player just kicks him in the butt with his skate, and then he gets penalized for doing that. And when the two players are trying to crash into each other, it's I think Charlie takes over one of them. Claire takes over the other. Well, who's the professor take over? Do you remember? Um, the other kid who was with them was gonna be the third, and the professor walks in. He was like, "I got this." Oh, okay, right. So the professor, mm-hmm. Claire, and Charlie take over three of the players. Yes. Well, and- when all right, going back to when Charlie plants the uh, the chips, how did he know which stuff belonged to which players? Because he just sneaks onto the bus, the storage compartment of the bus, and places these chips. I think the players probably have their names on the bags where the equipment is held, is my guess. So then they know, the equipment manager knows whose sticks are what, whose gloves, stuff like that. Okay, and they were probably in alphabetical order, which is why, and they didn't roll around in the bus or anything, which is why Charlie was able to find everything so quickly and efficiently. Oh, he does it very, it's like me, it's like me getting mad when they open up a book to a certain page in, yes, in a movie. That's exactly <laughs> that's exactly what this was. It's like Halloween Town all over again. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it was under wraps with the book, the, the book about Dracula or whatever, about mummies. I'm sure that they opened a spell book in, under, in yeah. uh, Halloween Town. Simple as that. So it's into the third period when they're about to cheat. They take over the three players' skates. And they don't even, like, score when the skates are taken over. Right? No. Like, that's the perfect time to score when three players are just, like, incapacitated. I mean, I think that uh, maybe the, the Northern Lights hockey team, like, might have been distracted. And that's why they didn't score. Yeah, that could be it. They were doing some pretty weird things. Yes, very much so. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Do they start floating before they score? Oh, I don't remember. I don't know if they scored before or after they, uh, yeah, started, started floating. <laughs> so this is another stupid part. Besides the floating, another stupid part, just about hockey, is so the captain, who's his roommate, scores with eight seconds left. Like, in the third period, 0-0, zero, zero, scores eight seconds left to, to put them up by one goal. And then the clock just keeps going from eight seconds down to zero seconds after he scores the goal. Like, there's no stopping. It's like a, just a running clock the entire game. Oh, see, I didn't notice that, and I don't 
know enough about hockey for that to bother me. Could you imagine if every time you just anything happened, the clock just keeps going? Like you score a goal, it goes up for like two minutes until they reset <laughs> for the next face off. It wouldn't make any sense. I don't know. I just ran cross country. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you cross the finish line and the clock keeps going because there are more oh, people behind you. I'll put it in cross country terms. <laughs> Imagine the opposite. Imagine if, like, whenever you just, like, stopped running, the clock stopped. Oh, that would be great. I would love that. <laughs> I need to I need to take a break. Can you pause the clock? Maybe hockey is your Thanks. game then. <laughs> At some point, the players going into, like, the whole Geneva, whatever thing, they just start floating. So Charlie and Claire start floating in the lab with the stickers on, and the players start floating. And everyone in the stadium freaks out because they're like, Naturally. oh, my God, how is everyone floating? Oh, wait, no, they don't. They just start laughing and no one freaks out whatsoever. What the heck was oh, that about? I forgot about that. The audience, is, the people in the stands are just like laughing. Two players are literally floating yeah. Yeah. in the middle of the stadium, like really high up, like near the scoreboard. Yeah. Two students who have blades attached to their feet are floating against people's heads and come down at any time. And they they could easily die. Yeah. There's nothing holding them up there. No, and they have blades on their feet. <laughs> oh, my God. What if one of them lands feet first on the other one? I just love, I'm just laughing. Like, could you imagine if you saw that? Could you imagine how those players felt? Oh, my God. Like our lives are in danger and everyone's laughing at us. <laughs> um, I hate college. But adorably, Charlie and Claire kiss yeah, while they're floating. Is, uh, you know. The real priority here. It'd be funny if the players had a kiss too, because they brought them in mm-hmm. like that. But they, the players don't kiss, unfortunately. No. I mean, the players did everything else that Charlie and Claire did, including waltz, even though they were only being controlled by one, one state. state. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wrote that too. Their yeah. hands, their hands move up. Yeah, they have to dance with each other. There's no, there's no other, <laughs> nothing else you could do. They have to dance with each other. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> um, I mean, not much else happens after that. They just. Go to play hockey outside. The uh, professor plays with them. And the uh, hockey team, the college hockey team, also goes to play with them outdoors on the hockey rink. Yeah, happy ending. And that's... Uh, good, good times all around. About it. Presumably, Ch- Claire's dad keeps his job and... Uh, Charlie and stays credits. at college unsupervised. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. So, next we're going to go into... What are your, in general, your thoughts of the movie? What do you think? Um, I thought it was, you know, overall a fun premise, but there were so many plot holes and that distracted me throughout the movie. Okay. Mm -hmm. I really liked this movie growing up and well, I loved sports. So, I mean, that kind of goes hand in hand there. I like the premise of kids acting cool, I guess. I don't know. That also maybe like the I the nerdy kid becoming cool. Yep, Max Cable situation. <laughs> oh, this came out way before Max Cable, I'm guessing. And yeah, I really like the movie, and I watch it again now. And I still really like this movie. Did it? Uh, do you think that you would have liked it if you hadn't liked it as a child? So, like, if this were your first experience watching it, how do you think you would have felt? I think would have been it was a little slow at times and I kind of got a little annoyed by the hockey rules just being applied willy nilly. I'm very rulesy oriented when it comes to sports. I have no nonsense. 
when it comes to that. This is accurate. No, but I, th- I still think I would have liked it because it didn't feel like a nostalgia when I was watching it. Some parts did. Like Johnny Tsunami was more nostalgic for me. But I still, yeah, I still really liked the movie. That was an interesting premise and it was fun. Okay. See, I I liked Johnny Tsunami. And this movie, there were things that I liked, but I wasn't as into it. Well, Johnny Tsunami is a better movie for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's like a legit movie. This is just like a fun little, you know. They they had a few extra months, so yeah. they figured, well, let's let's just make another movie. We had this hockey ring for two months. Let's do something with it. <laughs> All right, so let's get into our uh, our four 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 questions. The, the four questions. The Jewish four questions. Yes. <laughs> Happy New Year. So, do you want to pick one, or do you want me to pick one to start? I'll ask you a question. What would you have changed? So I would have wanted somehow. For Charlie to play on the hockey team, the college hockey team. Okay, and bring in his inventions. Maybe, yeah, maybe use the stick or the super skates or whatever else he invented. The puck. Well, the puck would have just worked for anyone. So I guess the puck wasn't really doable, but at least the stick would have been cool. That's kind of what I thought was going to happen at the beginning of the movie when they show him loving hockey and gets accepted, and they have a hockey team. I thought he was going to like take his hockey stick to hockey tryouts and become the new star. Yeah. That's kind of what I thought was going to happen. That would have been a much more fun movie, for sure. Yes. I <laughs> Disney Channel, please make that movie. I'll watch it. Well, I showed you that one episode of The Jersey, right? The Disney movie or t- TV show with the, the kids. They put on an old jersey. Oh, right. right. Yeah. And they become the yes. players. But that's yeah. like they just become the players. So it's just a mentality thing. But it would be funny to see this 13-year-old little kid play hockey against these, all these, like, adults. Yeah. He could have been the equipment kid, get crushed by the two players. Ah. Uh, like, wait, only... that, wait, that four-foot-tall <laughs> child was not the captain of the hockey team? What do you mean? So, yeah, I wish, I wish that would have happened. Yeah. That would have been a much better movie, in my humble opinion. We'll write it, so don't worry. Thank you. What was your change? I would have dropped the teaching classes plotline. Um, they didn't do much with it. I think they showed him in cla- teaching a class twice. Um, I didn't feel it really added anything. And it just added one more layer of unbelievability because he's doing all of these things and teaching classes. Yeah. So it's just too much. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. It was, I mean, it's basically just 10 minutes eight minutes of the movie that they could have just taken out. Yeah, it was just fluff. And added more stuff. No, Mm -hmm. that's a really good point. They could have added him trying out for the hockey team. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Who would you have most wanted to hang out with of all the characters? Claire. Okay. I also put Claire. Yeah. But I put Amy Rossum instead. (laughs) (laughs) So throughout my notes, I used the word dick to describe a lot of characters. (laughs) And I did not use that word to describe Claire. Wait, wait, so let me guess. So you would have said, at some points, Chaz. Yes. His roommate, for sure, the captain of the hockey yes. team. Hockey coach. Yes. Uh, the dean. Yes. The roommate's friend was kind of dickish at some points, I want to say. Um, I don't think he was barely we in saw, it. Yeah, he, he wasn't in enough to get a dick shout out. His friends are really nice, though. The middle school friends. Yeah. They were, they were nice, mm-hmm. but... I think he's just trying too hard to be cool. Yes. But once they found out he was smart, they were still cool with him. So 
Yes, definitely. Yeah. yeah. He didn't give them enough credit. So mm-hmm. you liked Emmy for putting up with them? Yeah, I liked her for putting up with them. I liked her because she seemed like a normal kid. And if I were a 12-year-old or 13-year-old, I could see myself wanting to be friends with her. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. She was really tall, too. She was really tall. From what I recall. Yeah. So. Well, I would want to have with Emmy Rossum, the actress. And then if it was her character, I want her to teach me how to ice skate. Because I can't really ice skate. Oh. I can't teach you. I I can kind of. I can stay up when ice skating, but I wouldn't say that I know how to ice skate. Okay. Yeah. I went to an ice skating camp for like a summer and I can't ice skate at all. You also took private swim lessons and you can't swim. So. Alle- allegedly. I don't recall allegedly. that part. I do recall ice skating. You, you repress those memories. <laughs> uh all right so what okay if you could oh no, sorry what was your favorite scene of the movie um i think that would be the ice collapsing because it was just so weird everyone in the stadium was you know they were a little panicky but pretty calm considering that uh the ice was collapsing beneath their feet and it was just done so poorly <laughs> The CGI. We'll watch the Batman scene after and you'll know okay. which CGI looks better. Perfect. <laughs> I liked the chip floating scene when they, when they were floating in the stadium because just everyone's <laughs> reaction, just total like nonplussed reaction is so funny. So we both liked uh, Ridiculous. hockey scenes. Oh, it had to be a hockey scene. Come yeah. on. It could have been the skeleton scene. This, actually, that was my... <laughs> That was my number two. Because <laughs> we have ridiculous again CGI. Yeah, and ridiculousness. Oh man, ridiculousness. And this is the second CGI skeleton movie. Oh yeah, because of Halloween Town. Was that CGI or animatronic? Because didn't they? Did they the- talk about it in the movie? Yeah, they're like, oh, it's at Disneyland, and it's a fun. I don't uh, remember meta joke. Some parts had to be CGI because yes. it like gets out of the car. No, it doesn't get out of the car, but it like grabs someone out of the car. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. And what was the fourth one? Who would you ship? Oh, okay. So I would ship the scientist professor and the graviton. Ooh. He nice. loved that graviton. He did. Um, I don't know if you have to ship them if they're already in a relationship. Do you think he ever tried to fuck the graviton? You think he didn't? <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, buddy, they don't, even of... let, they don't even let me fuck the Graviton. <laughs> what kind of research are you doing? <laughs> so who would you ship together? Um, I couldn't think of any characters. There's like there's literally one female character in the entire movie, I'm pretty sure. You don't have to ship a male and a female. But I'm just saying. I'm just I saying. mean, you shipped a male and an inanimate object. So, I've done that multiple uh... times so far. Um, and also, I don't think this movie passed the Bechdel test. What do you think? No, clearly not. The Alexis Bechdel. I don't think it passed the Bechdel test or the Alexis Bechdel test, where it's not Gilmore Girls either. Was there enough witty banter in oh, this movie? Not nearly enough. <laughs> I'm sorry. So you didn't anything have a ship? that you would? No, I didn't have a ship. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Um, anything you want to add before we move on to hot seat? No, I think I'm good. All right. So, do you want to start? Or do you want me to start with hot seat? Let's see. I started last time, so you start. You start. Okay. 
what was so going back in the movie when he buys her the Backstreet Boys album, what was the lamest album you ever got in your childhood, either that you purchased or that someone purchased for you as a gift? So I might think of a different answer later, but the immediate answer that jumped into my head was I was a really big Grease fan when I was younger. Um, the movie. Oh, okay. Still like it. <laughs> yeah, I just like greasy things. No, I liked the movie Grease. And someone got me the soundtrack. And I was very excited because I loved all the songs. I went to play it. And it was, I was first disappointed because it was the, it was either uh, the Broadway cast, which at the time I was like, but I just want to hear the movie soundtrack. I don't care about Broadway. Uh, so I just wanted to hear the movie soundtrack. I didn't want to hear the Broadway soundtrack. Um, I think that's what happened, but it might have also been Grease 2 oh. and not Grease. Oh, that sucks. So it was possibly, a, now I'm trying to remember. You know what? I think it was Grease 2 because I don't think I knew any of the songs. Yeah. So it was very disappointing. I'm sorry to hear that. Because Grease 2 is, it's not, it's just not Grease. I'm glad you made it through that, though. It was tough, but. I came out a stronger woman. Yes. Such hard, difficult times in my life. Can you just keep this to yourself, actually? What? (laughs) (laughs) Did I traumatize you, too? No, just keep your feelings to yourself. Oh, okay. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) Suck those tears back in. (laughs) Do you think that watching this movie scared kids out of going to college because this was their view of college life? See, I feel like it kind of made college seem pretty easy and cool. So, no. But Charlie was bullied. Yeah, but he was like a 13-year-old kid. And like when you're in middle school watching this movie, you're like, yeah. Well, I mean, he's also accepted at the end, too, and, like, could go to parties if he wanted to. Like, the professor was telling him to go to parties. Yeah, but I feel like, I don't know. Did Wait, did this movie turn you off of college? Yes. I oh, no I'm longer so want to go to college. Joanna. <laughs> That's awful. I'm giving my degrees back. <laughs> no, all of them? Yeah. All 98? Yep. Oh, my God, Joanna. Don't want them. Don't do it. <laughs> giving my whole college do you want to put that back. lighter down stop no you can't stop me <laughs> all right so here's my other one this might take you a bit to think of something but it's okay so in this movie charlie gets caught in a pretty huge lie can you think of a lie that you were caught in for like way too long or that was tif- difficult to get out of so no really big lies i'm not a very good liar you're so good um, at lying joanna come so on good. that was a lie i am a good liar <laughs> um you know i don't really tell any big lies um it doesn't have to be a big lie it could be like a small lie that just you let linger for too long no i mean i feel like the only time that I lie. <laughs> the only time I lie is to hide something. Um, <laughs> oh, that's, um, that's really interesting, yeah, Joanna. Yeah. Um, but it'll be like, you know, a surprise for someone. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. In which case, you know, once they are surprised, they'll realize I was lying, but I was lying because I was maintaining the surprise. So, like, when mm-hmm. you told me I wasn't going to get a Pikachu riding a train birthday mm-hmm. cake for my birthday, and then mm-hmm. you made one for me? Yeah, and then I made it while you watched me make it? Yeah. That was a pretty good lie. <laughs> you got that one on for a yeah, while. Yeah, this is not your cake. <laughs> <laughs> I was so jealous of whoever's cake that was going to yeah. be. Yeah. Um, let's see. I think... All right, the time that stands out to me most. So I remember growing up one year, my dad decided that for, I think it was my mom's birthday, um, he wanted to get her a new robe because her bathrobe was like falling apart. So he put me in charge of ordering the robe online. Robe duty. Robe duty. I was on robe duty. Um, And he gave me his credit card and was like pick out a robe order it here's a credit card i trust you to make this decision um so i found a robe and i ordered it um and a few weeks maybe later this was way before amazon prime two-day shipping um it comes in my mom walks in she's holding a package and it, she hasn't opened it yet, but she looks both very superior and very terrified. Um, I think when this happened, I was maybe around 16. So when I ordered her present, this robe, I wasn't really thinking that much about where I ordered it from, but I happened to have ordered it from Victoria's Secret. So... And it had my name on it, and I ordered it with my dad's credit card. <laughs> so uh, my mom walks into my room holding this box with from Victoria's Secret <laughs> that was delivered to the house. <laughs> Again, looking triumphant and terrified at the same time. And she's like, what's this? <laughs> and <laughs> me, I was like, I need to throw her off the scent because this is her birthday present. <laughs> Were you dating someone at the time? I was dating someone oh at the time. God. So it was my first boyfriend. That's so funny. Um, and my brilliant idea as like a, I don't know, 16 or 17 year old to throw my mom off the scent was I'm going to say I bought some sexy lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you just say you bought yourself a room? I don't know because I was caught off guard. Oh my god! And all I was thinking was like, I have to stop my mom from opening this because it's her birthday. Present. What a wild lie! <laughs> they have like so, tons of clothing, yes, right? Yes. Your so I lied to my mom about buying a bathrobe by telling her that I bought lingerie, <laughs> and she hands me the box. And at this point, I'm like, I just need to stall until my dad gets home at least because it's his gift to her and she just goes open it oh my god like again so like i caught you (laughs) but also what the fuck am i gonna do (laughs) Um, so i'm like do i have to open it now (laughs) she makes me open it in front of her and i pull it out i'm like happy birthday Oh my god! Yeah, so that's a uh, that. That's I great. think that's my best lying story. <laughs> Terrible lie, <laughs> though. That's really good. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. 
So what was your other... Did you do two already? No, what was your other uh, question? So when you watched this when you were younger, did this movie make you want to be a cool kid or a smart kid? Well, not to toot my own horn, but mm-hmm. I thought I was pretty smart when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So I would rather be a cool kid because I was already a pretty smart kid. Okay. So you would rather be Chaz than Charlie? I think... I mean, Chaz sucked in some ways. He did suck. And he, like, I used the word dick in reference to Chaz. Yeah. And like it's like Mean Girls when like she's pretending to be stupid to get tutored. Mm-hmm. So like... Which they stole from this movie, by the way. Which is like... Just don't be dumb. Like, you could be cool and smart or cool and still pass your classes. Like, come on now. I mean, Emmy Rosen seemed to be cool and she was smart. Do you think she was cool in this movie? Maybe she seemed cool because Charlie liked her. So we were seeing her through Charlie's eyes. I don't know what the rest of the school thought. And also the thing I'm going back on in this, the more I think about it, is he knew pretty early on that she was like, nerdy we're not like nerdy but like a smart person yes and he had no indication whatsoever that she would have liked someone who wasn't smart or like acted out and stuff like that yeah he just made assumptions right because like some like drunk college girls were digging his roommate yeah and his roommate made a (laughs) drunk comment i don't remember what it was something about bad boys yeah exactly so he was like this is gold so stupid yeah so yeah i'd rather be a cool kid but not in the same way as Chaz. okay that's fair all right so i think that's it for this movie unless you have anything else to add no i think we about covered it all right so the next movie we're going to be doing is mm-hmm. the 11th disney channel original movie and it's called don't look under the bed so what is your prediction? I just want to put this out there. I don't recall this movie. Okay. And I also want to remind our listeners that for the first few movies, um, before going into it, I had, you know, read a synopsis. Looked at the picture. Uh, looked at the picture, at the, you know, the cover and all that stuff. But I've stopped doing that. So I'm going into this completely blind. So not only have you not seen the cover, you even know the name of the movie. No, I, I until right stopped now, until looking this things second. up. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, don't look under the bed. Um, definitely a monster movie. Um, I'm thinking like boogeyman uh, kind of thing. Uh, monster under the bed. Um, and uh, Protagonist, just, give me some stuff in the protagonist. Ooh, I mean, I'm just getting like, are you scared of the dark vibes from this title? Um, are you afraid of are the you dark? Are you afraid of the dark? Joanna. Sorry, sorry. Thank you. And thinking male protagonist. Most of the movies have male protagonists, so I feel like that's a safe bet. Had there been any? Oh, no. Halloween Town was female. And Xenon. And Xenon, mm-hmm. of course. Come on. Maybe high school, but younger high school age. Okay. His uh, his crew is himself, two other boys, and a girl. And what is the conflict in the movie? They get sucked into a portal. Okay. That is under the bed. And shenanigans ensue. 
so it's like a Halloween town with monsters in this portal town. Yeah, but they're less excited. Oh, okay. More like can of worms. So scary. Oh, okay. Was it scary? A little scary. Okay. Some jump scares. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Which you love. Oh, no, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, and just so the audience knows what we're planning on doing for the next episode, which will release either next week or the week after, is we're going to- Don't make any promises. We might get married again. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. We're going to go through, since we've done 10 movies already, we're going to go through our rankings- of the top 10 movies and discuss mm-hmm. them kind of briefly with each other. So we'll each do our own top 10. We won't talk about it before we get into the episode. Best we'll way kinda, to go into things. Right, completely we'll, blind, no communication. And we'll kind of debate back and forth why uh, we think certain movies belong certain places. And we'll match up our list and see how it goes. Yeah, it'll be a good time. If we both have the exact same list, it'll be a really short and boring episode. <laughs> that would be shocking if that's the case. Um, yeah, so we're going to try to do that for every 10th episode we get up to so we'll do that and then after that we'll do um don't look under the bed very excited to be right yes all of my predictions (laughs) have been 100 percent accurate (laughs) of course (laughs) and uh anything else you want to add joanna before we leave any uh, words of advice for our audience aurora borealis at this time of year in this part of the country concentrated entirely in your kitchen Utica. 